You are listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. Welcome to the Moisture Festival Podcast. I am Matthew Baker, and I perform a comedy stunt show at the Moisture Festival. And I'm Louis Fox, and I perform a comedy magic show and hand shadow puppets at the Moisture Festival. If you're new to this program and don't know exactly what the Moisture Festival is, the Moisture Festival is a four-week festival celebrating the variety arts, and it happens in the city of Seattle. They've got the new venue, which is the Broadway Performance Hall. Now, this is the largest festival of its kind in the world and features some of the best entertainers and comedians working today. The festival happens in the months of March and April, and not only do they have world-class variety acts, the Moisture Festival also hosts a week of burlesque shows. Yeah. Now, if you're listening to this during the festival or around festival time, be sure to get tickets now because 95% of the shows sell out. You can get tickets to all of the shows by visiting the website moisturefestival.org. And we're back with another episode that's taking place live at the 2023 Moisture Festival. One of the first people we run into at the theater is probably one of the most colorful characters at the festival. I'm here with Rubber Chicken Man. Rubber Chicken Man, golden ticket holder for the Moisture Festival. Maybe. <laughs> so deny, deny, deny. That's what I was taught. <laughs> they can't convict you if you just deny, deny, deny. Oh, so, okay, I've got the business. Steve the Rubber Chicken Man. On Instagram. Oh, you're on the Insta? Rubber Ticket Chicken dot man. Nice. All right, so you are, like, the Moisture Festival number one fan. Oh, I wouldn't say that. There's many people that are fans. You're number one I've just been going for years and having a great time. How could you have anything but fun at Moisture? So how, how did you find out about Moisture Festival? Do you really want to know? Yes. I was helping the University of Washington um, uh, undergraduate, um, oh, what do you want to call them, um, m- m- drama students. And they were putting on this thing called Rocky Horror Picture Show in the old women's gym that was a, used to be a women's basketball gym, and it was now the drama department. And they just had a little space, not much bigger than this, where they put on Rocky. And the person who played Magenta was a volunteer for Rana the second year of the festival. And she told me I needed to be involved with that because I was so involved with Rocky Horror and stuff. Come over and find it. I've been there ever since. So, all right, so you show up the first year. What did you do? Just have fun. So you enjoy life. Oh, so you so you didn't involve you were. What shirt am I wearing? What is this? <laughs> Notice for the sound that it is a. It's exactly. not a Jerry shirt, but it's a dead shirt. Exactly. We're here to have fun and enjoy life and laugh. Laughter is the key. Now, how? And I, and I came up with the rubber chicken thing, and I was doing this originally for small theater groups because one of the problems you have with small theater groups is how do you get 
uh, an audience for your first weekend of shows if you haven't got a big prescription thing, if it's not a lot of things. So I came up with the idea of the rubber chicken. And I've been doing it for over 20 years with other group, with theater groups, as, as, and I started doing it with the Moisture Festival. And the idea is I hand people rubber chickens, especially during the first weekend, because their assignment is to wear this rubber chicken wherever they go for the first next month, through the April 16th this year. And, and their, their job is if somebody walks up and asks them, why are you wearing rubber chicken? You got it at the Moisture Festival. And then tell them how much fun you had and what, what was going on. Then, if they're still admiring your chicken at that point, make a story up about what you had to do to get the necklace. Now, if it's somebody you like it, make it something fun that they'll do. Take a picture of them doing it and post it on the social media and say, this is what happens at the Moisture Festival. You need to come and come to the Moisture Festival. Now, if it's somebody you don't like, make it something you'd like to see your enemy maybe do, shall we say. But just have a good time and laugh. The idea is to pass your rubber chicken around and talk about moisture. So, <laughs> I actually uh, overheard two people showed up late and one girl asked the other girl who the, the girl asking the question it was her first time here she goes how do we get these rubber chickens she goes you gotta see the guy with the chicken on his head what chicken <laughs> there isn't a rubber chicken on my head aren't you glad we're not doing video <laughs> <laughs> yes yes I am but now I have to describe what's on your head it. it's 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 like a sea anemones growing out of your skull. Yes. <laughs> and of course, on top of that sits Chicken Elvis, who has all his moisture button. But there's the 10th anniversary button. These are here's an old Godfrey Daniel button um, from one of the early ones. You know, they used to do the Liberties yep. down at um, other places than here. But there, there's buttons from all over. There's. What do you like about this venue? Broadway Performance Hall, it's historical. It's not, it's, it's, you know, it's been around forever. Well, the first time I was here was, I, I was the photographer for the Seattle Film Festival for the first 25 years. And when Seattle, originally, when the Film Festival originally started, we were down at the Moore, but we moved up here to the Egyptian in the fourth year, and we needed places to do stuff. So for a number of years, we were doing stuff here at the Broadway Performance Hall. So I'm very familiar with the Broadway Performance Hall, and we, we even had, um, I can't think of his name, but he brought a breakdancing group when breakdancing was first getting started over 30 years ago. The hill is where things happen, but my heart is with Fremont. I'm sorry, I loved Hales. Um, when I first moved to Seattle in 1968 after graduating from college, I opened a tropical fish store in Leary Way, just about five blocks from where Hales is, and had totem fisheries. And I was a hippie with long hair and a beard, and I just enjoyed life and had fun and was silly. Um, have you ever heard of the One Real Vaudeville show? Yes, I have. Yeah. Norman Langlell, I lived in an apartment building right down from the Fremont Library, and Norman rented a room from a couple professors at the University of Washington. And Norman got this flatbed truck that was an old Model A um, truck, and they Claire Colquitt built a stage on the back of it, and they started doing summer shows. And I was doing the photography for them when they started doing the summer shows. And they went on to doing something called, I don't know if you ever heard of it, Bumbershoot? Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, and I've done so many things with Bumbershoot. I like doing silly things and having fun and make people laugh and enjoy life. I miss the old Fremont as it was, because it was Hippiesville as it should be, you know? Yeah. A lot like the Oregon County Fair, you know, country fair, you know, it's just... Yeah, I've different never, world. I've never been to the Oregon Country Fair. I've had close encounters to going, but I've never made it. Yeah, but 
Seattle. It's this this building was, was I believe a high school originally. It's been remodeled a couple times. It's 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 just so nice to have it available to them because Moisture Place didn't have a place to go. Yep, needed a home, and I, I think I found it a cool home here. It's 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 got all the facilities. When they first moved from the tent, you know, over to the Hales, they just had. Uh, porta potties outside and Hales generously built restrooms eventually but one of those if you build it they will come sort of things yes and when you have a community building a thing the community owns it and the community supports it yes we need we need more laughter and more people getting together and doing things together and forget about our differences and enjoy what we can do together exactly and we just don't have enough of it after that inspirational chat with Rubber Chicken Man, we head down the hall to the boardroom where we run into longtime Moisture Festival volunteer Robin Purty. I manage ground transportation. Okay, so what does that mean? That means that we have artists coming in from out of town. I make arrangements to make sure that they've got a pick up and drop off at the airport. I also make sure that they have rides from wherever their housing is to the venues each night. Uh, and things like that. And then get them back to the house at the end of the night? And get them back to the house at the end of the night, pick up food, uh, all of the, basically anything that we need ground transportation for. You're kind of Moisture Fest's UPS. Yeah, pretty and, much. And Lyft. <laughs> <laughs> and all of it put together. Yeah. How'd you get involved in the festival? I showed up the second year the festival started and started volunteering almost immediately. I, I am a juggler and... This was just too much. I had I had to be involved. That's all there was to it. You, what would you remember? What your first volunteer job was? Uh, I did a lot of security originally. Okay. Uh, that was mostly what I did, and then uh, I started doing the driving periodically, and realized that it wasn't exactly being managed the way that it should be, and said, "Okay, I'll do that," <laughs> and been managing it ever since. It's been about twelve years. Wow. Now, is, is the traffic here on Capitol Hill different from Fremont? Uh, quite definitely. And, of course, the parking's a lot worse, too. Now, do you have more people that need rides? Because a lot of the people are housed in, like, the Ballard area, Fremont area, where they could walk to the venue. Yes, we're seeing a lot more rides. We're seeing uh, six, seven people every week, um, where previously it would be one or two. All right. And then what do you do when you're not coordinating rides? Uh, trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a software developer otherwise. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. What kind of software? Uh, matter of things. I've been working out at Microsoft a bit and contract works in various places around town. Nice. So software developing is the gateway drug to juggling, which is the gateway to the Moisture Fest. I think it's more of juggling as a, as a gateway to software developers uh, in, in the recreational juggling community, which there's a lot of hobbyists. I would say it runs about 65-70% software developers, physicists, engineers of various types, so on like that. I, so I'm not a juggler. I can juggle, but I'm not a juggler. Yeah. But isn't there like a, a mathematical notion for... It's sight swap, yeah. And it, it has to do with how high the balls are going, and it, it gets very complicated very quickly. <laughs> and I thought I was nerdy with magic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was, a, it was actually uh, developed off of some equations developed by Claude Shannon, 
who was the the major man who invented digital communications to begin with out of MIT. And he came up with a formula for this is how a juggling pattern works. If, if you have all of these elements and they fit within this pattern, if it fits within this equation, it makes a valid juggling pattern. Huh, that's correct. So basically you could see a set of numbers and then go, that's the juggling trick. Any set of numbers which average to a solid integer in some combination can form a juggling pattern. That's crazy. <laughs> it's math. <laughs> I definitely stopped juggling long before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it can get very crazy, of course. You need long strings of numbers and various throws and so on like that. And then you start adding in. There's ways to do it with four hands so that it's two people passing back and forth. And they run on odd patterns. And yeah. Yeah, that's too this much is, for me. Yeah, this is far more complicated than what you'll ever see anybody show because it's very complicated, it's very intensive, and nobody can tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, thank you. After nerding it up a little bit with Robin about juggling, we meet another person involved in transportation. Uncle Bucky. Uncle Bucky, and what do you do at the festival? I am a driver. I've worked in security. Um... Uh, mostly driving and going to get food. Excellent. Now, the question I have to ask is, how'd you get the name Uncle Bucky? Well, my wife and I had a Halloween party, and we both came as beavers. And I came as Bucky the beaver, and my wife came as Becky beaver. And the costumes were so good, we just kept them. And then every year after that, we would just bring the beavers in costume. <laughs> now, kept them as in, like, you like got them from a costume shop that you rented? No, no we made them. Made them. Oh, okay, so just didn't get rid of them after Halloween. There was no point. We were a good, cute set of viewers. <laughs> now, who, who are you here with? This is my trusted and faithful buddy, uh, Binkley. And he is about 13 years old, and he's been my uh, service dog for at least um, 10 of those years. And he's also the unofficial moisture mutt. Nice. Golden Retriever Poodle and very smart looks very smart so how did you get involved with the moisture festival um i volunteered for different things i volunteered for the three-day breast cancer walk um just to different things across the board and kathy came up with this one let's try it so i said okay you know and um it was always it's always been a good fit for me um way back when um my mom was in vaudeville your mom, what did your mom do? She was an acrobatic comedian. And she was a, um, played all the major circuits in the United States and in Europe. And um, she used to do things like hang from her teeth and spin. And um, so, so that connection for me makes this group of community even more special because somewhere in there is my mom. Yeah. Very cool. Now, did you see a lot of vaudeville-type shows when you were a kid growing up? No, no. This vaudeville, um, vaudeville kind of ended, and then um, my mom is the mother of five boys. So at some point she had to take a little break there to have children. And then uh, vaudeville came back, and my dad took care of the boys, and she went back on stage again. And then it died, vaudeville died again, and uh, my dad... Uh, told my mother that she killed Vaudeville twice. 
but my mom was a, a really interesting lady. Every, everyone loved her. She was very outgoing and very gregarious and very not anybody you wanted to mess with. Ah, very cool. So, the, yeah, so this is in your blood, sort of. Yeah, and, and being a um, being that I don't throw myself upside down, or this is driving is a lot easier in my body. <laughs> it's got a longer driving career than <laughs> hanging from your teeth. <laughs> I'm, I'm still paying for all that much all that fun I had as a youth. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I'm at the point where my body's starting to break down, and it's not the same. Well, you know, when you ask your buddy to do something and it just laughs at you, that's <laughs> that's pretty much where I'm standing at this point. I, I call that a uh, uh, wake up time. <laughs> Yeah, or, or go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what? What? Um, so driving here on Capitol Hill versus Fremont is it much more challenging? Um, only that that I have to pay for parking. That's one of the problems. But um, it's a whole different ball of worms up here. There's a lot more people up here, and driving in Fremont was like a straight six or seven mile shot from my house. Mm. And I knew that whole Fremont area really, really well, and parking was never a problem, you know. And here, I have to make my, if I'm supposed to be here at, say, the show starts at 7, and I'm supposed to be here at 5, I leave at 4.30, and I'm hoping to get here by 5.30, which was like it was today. It was very, lot, lots and lots of traffic, and people who do not know how to uh, zipper in the merge. <laughs> So what do you do when you're not helping out the Moisture Festival? Well, I'm kind of retired now. Um, I used to work at the zoo. Um, uh, Woodland Park? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, worked in, uh, I was a visitor's assistant, so I was in charge of all the two-legged animals that came in the zoo. I also <laughs> was a docent. I did school programs and um, overnight programs and volunteered stuff as a docent at the zoo. You know, they do different things than I would volunteer for, you know. So I kind of worked there and was there. You know? So you may or may not know the answer to this question, but in the nocturnal house at night, are the lights on? Actually, it's reversed. Yeah. Because they um, they have their own cycle. The nocturnal animals have their own cycle, but the lights aren't on very bright. Ah. And um, there are, as I recall, vampire bats in there too. I, I yeah, from being a kid, I think I recall there's like one vampire bat. No, there's there was a lot of them. They they don't they're not very big. They're they're less than six inches across, and um, they're really well made for what they need to do. They have when they bite something, they have uh, kind of a numbing agent in their mouth and their saliva, which prevents anyone that's being fed on by them from actually being bothered by the fact they're being sucked dry by a, a vampire bat. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> it, it could be on the test. It sounds like security is how you get into transportation at the Moisture Festival. So we're going to make a quick stop by the door to visit with Eric. Today I'm doing safety and security and filling in, doing ticket scanning. So a little bit of everything. That's what the job is, whatever is needed. So what is the safety part of safety and security? Uh, just securing the doors and in case of any emergency, you know, we follow our emergency procedures in case there's any fires, earthquakes, and things like that. Excellent. So now, how'd you get involved with the Moisture Festival? Well, I first heard about Moisture Festival in 2020 and went to the volunteer orientation and right after COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> so I waited a couple more years and then 
started last year for the first time. Yeah, and we chatted last year. So what is your, because you're in a different venue, but you, didn't, you don't have the history with the other venue a lot of us have. Correct. But I did you know, be there for one year, and I can say that I have been there. <laughs> and it was a great venue. I do miss it, you know, but... Broadway Performance Hall, you know, has its own characteristics, and I'm enjoying this one. Excellent. You're enjoying this one, keeping the lobby secure. Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. We've got lots of room here in the lower lobby, and then all the actions up in the upper lobby where they have the bar and merchandise. Excellent. So what do you do when you're not volunteering for the Moisture Festival? I'm usually volunteering at other organizations, <laughs> you know, uh, like Woodland Park Zoo, the Seattle International Film Festival, or Special Olympics. So right now I'm one of the ambassadors. So the docents, you know, have a little more training and learn more about the characteristics of the animals, and they can actually do discovery carts and you know m more interaction with the guests. Excellent. So you said you're ambassador. Correct. So my job as an ambassador is uh, greeting people and mostly telling people where the bathrooms are. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, what's your favorite animal? Oh, it's hard to narrow it down to just one. Um, right now, I think my favorite are the two bear cubs, uh, Juniper and Fern, because they're so full of energy. They're so cute and fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they got oversized limbs. <laughs> they do, yeah. And they dig. Ah. I've talked to the keepers, and they're learning to dig in everything. They're digging under logs, under rocks, and into the hillsides. And you know, it's been a, a challenge for the you know keepers to you know try to keep the environment you know up to code. You know, so that there's no you know hazards for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out a lot of those skills learned at the zoo are handy at the Moisture Festival. We're going to go down the hall to Artist Check-In and see how things are going. So I'm here at Artist Check-In. How's it going? Really well this year. Everyone's got their paperwork done? They have. They've been very responsible this year. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I was just amazed that I had read an email and I knew what to do. <laughs> I know. You could follow all the instructions. They were very clear this year. Yes, that's one. the nice thing with a new venue, I think, is that they're like, we don't, everything is new, so they're being very explicit with e everything. Exactly, and that's, that's super important because they're having to be very explicit also with the staff and the volunteers, too, because we're all, you know, discovering this new place. Yes, now you're in, in the green room where everyone hangs out, which is different before it was the same place where the food was. They're two separate things now. Yeah. And now it's separated, so it's much clearer in a certain way. We also have less guests in this room. Ah. So due to COVID, we've sort of discouraged, although people can have a guest coming in, Mm -hmm. um, those guests can't necessarily see a show, but they can come in and visit and visit, you know, people in the green room. Now, from um, what you're seeing back here, are there any acts you're look excited to see? Oh yeah, because I get a chance to see them all warming up. Yeah, we were just watching um, acro duo practice. Yes, and they was they were leaping across the room. Yeah, it was wonderful. And the whole time I'm being a dad going, you're going to hit your head on the table. I know, I was too. I was like, they, they were like, what? No problem. They're like, we know our space. Yeah, exactly. They know how to gauge the distance between one one leap and the next. And they're also very tiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we have no. questions going down. I think I'm supposed to check in someplace. And you're working here. 
Trying my best to stay out of the way, I head upstairs to the lobby of the Broadway Performance Hall, where I run into a couple Moisture Festival first-timers. So I'm here with... Victoria. Jesse. Victoria and Jesse, so you've never been to the festival before. How'd you hear about it? Oh, I was looking for burlesque shows to take my good friend out for her birthday. Is it your birthday? No, it's our my oh, cousin's yeah. wife. She's not here. They're getting a seat I wish Kay was here with yeah, us right now. I want to get us some seats. Nice. Yeah. So are you going to come back next week for the burlesque week? No, we can't do it, but we're here for the um, variety show. Excellent. You've got a solid show tonight. You've got Avner in the show. You've got John Carney in the show. Uh, what do you think you're going to see? I think circusy stuff and comedy. Same thing. Hopefully some sex shit, too. <laughs> and you, you nearby, or...? We live in Snoqualmie. Yeah, we're pretty far. What? All four of us live in Snoqualmie, and we came I, out here. I so. think you get the award for the furthest people... <laughs> Oh, Vancouver! Directly to the left of the bar line is the merch booth. Uh, Angelica. And? Roxanne. Roxanne, awesome. So what are y'all doing here? Uh, I'm volunteering at the merch booth. Yeah, selling t-shirts and swag and things for the artists and stuff. <laughs> and swag. Yeah. What's the coolest piece of swag here? Ooh. I don't know, the unicorn headbands are pretty cool. I, I'm a sticker yeah. gal myself. Like, there's always new stickers every year to add to my hoard, so. Uh, so how'd y'all get involved with the Moisture Festival? I got involved this year. I heard about it from being a member and a volunteer for the Oregon Country Fair. Oh, okay. That seems to be the gateway to the Moisture Festival. Yes, they're <laughs> sisters' organizations, <laughs> yes. yeah. And you? I've been coming to Moisture Fest for like a decade now, and this is my second year volunteering, and I just love it. It's my favorite, favorite thing in Seattle, the gala, the shows, and getting to volunteer. It's all, it's all good. Awesome. And then uh, you get to see some shows as well, too. Mm -hmm. Have you been to shows yet this uh, run? I was here last weekend. It was amazing. We always come for a friend's April Fool's Day birthday because what else goes with Moisture <laughs> Festival other than an April Fool's Day birthday? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think the last week was, maybe, uh, was one of the strongest lineups of the whole run. It was amazing. It was such a good first show to see at the year for me. Yeah, because I think, was Michael Rayner in it? Spins the cheeseburger on the... No, no, oh, I don't think that one, but now, now I'm really jealous that I missed that. <laughs> Have you seen any? Uh, this is actually my first time volunteering and my first time seeing the show. Oh. Yep. So, so have you seen a show yet, or you're... Uh, this is, I saw the first half, and now we're going to go see the second half, and oh. I'm going to do another shift next week, and I'll see another show. Nice. So Best what was your favorite act the first half? I mean, I've seen Godfrey before. That was pretty great. Um, I love Ariel Silks, too, and I'm forgetting her name, but she was, I she was quite great. I, I should know it, but I don't. So I'll <laughs> let you go, because it looks like the show in the second half is starting. So thanks for chatting. Of course. The Moisture Festival podcast wants to give a giant round of applause to all the volunteers and special people who make the Moisture Festival what it is. We want to thank you for listening to the Moisture Festival podcast. If you haven't bought tickets yet for the festival, you can do that at moisturefestival.org. You can also find out information about volunteering or supporting it financially as well. Just click on the contribute button. You can also find Moisture Festival. They are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube if you want to check out more details on any of those social network sites. If you want to find out more information on Louie and I, we do a podcast 
together that is completely different than this podcast, and it is called the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, and you can find that on any platform that you get your podcasts at. If you would like to find out information on Louis and I's shows, you can do so by visiting Louis's site, which is Fox with two X's dot com. And Matt Baker's site, ComedyStuntShow.com, spelt the way you would expect it to be spelled. Yes. And we want to thank all the volunteers, performers, sponsors, donors, board members, producers of the Moisture Festival for helping make this thing happen. Absolutely. A lot of moving parts, and they do a wonderful job at creating a very unique experience that you cannot get anywhere else. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. And stay moist.